been an interesting time for all of us, but one of the benefits for me is that I've got to know the country park far, far better than I did in the past, with almost daily walks. And because of this, I've been seeing the changes, the seasonal changes that happen and able to watch flowers emerge and disappear. The trees started off bare and now are in their full summer canopy. In the um, glens with their gills, it was much lighter and brighter earlier in the year, but now it's darker and more mysterious. And there aren't many flowers around, but there are still the wonderful ferns. There's quite a variety of ferns and the less prettily named liverworts, which I think are quite a specialist interest, although we do have one of the rarest in the country called the Dumortier's liverwort. But the ferns, I think, are more attractive and interesting. So much so that in Victorian times, there used to be trains of people who would come from London with their special little baskets and their tools, and they would collect rare ferns to take back to their homes, something that we certainly wouldn't countenance today. Earlier in the year, the gills were much, much fuller and there was the sound of tumbling water all the time. Now it's more of a gentle ripple. But alongside it, there's quite a dramatic plant. If you see something that looks like a sort of thicker, denser cow parsley, it's the hemlock water dropwort, which is a very attractive plant, but don't be tempted in any way to touch it. This is a highly poisonous plant, as the name hemlock indicates. Along the path sides, you may see some bugles, the lovely little ajuga, the little blue spires of plants. But generally, you have to go into the open now that there's the dense tree canopy. In the fields, there are oxide daisies and thistles, which are much loved by insects, as is the bird's foot trefoil and the clover, all of which can be seen in the meadows. And there's the stinking mayweed and the scarlet pimpernel as well, if you look closely. Most excitingly, above Warren Cottage, there is now a field that has been planted specially for wild bird life, and it is full of the most wonderful plants. There's fodder radish, mustard, flax, beautiful blue flowers of flax, something rather wonderfully called golds of pleasure, and there's barley and vetch. And these have been planted with the idea that they have different sized seeds, so different birds will feed on them once they have ripened. And these include yellowhammer and linnet and skylark and reed bunting. And while still in flower, they're important for the pollinators and also where insects can lay their eggs. Do keep an eye on this field because it will get more and more interesting as autumn approaches. Along the coastal path, where there are open patches between the fields and the woods, there are stands of foxgloves at the moment and the rose bay willow herb is also flowering. And most excitingly, I spotted a dyer's greenweed the other day. It's a member of the broom family and it used to be used to provide a brilliant yellow dye and it's quite unusual in the country park. I've seen it further inland, but this is the first plant that I've spotted in the country park. I'm so enjoying getting to know the country park much better, not just for its wonderful views, 
but also for life, the wildflowers, and just being in a beautiful open spot so close to town.